Welcome to Testers Island Discs, your most musical guide to software testing. My name's Neil Studd, and I'll be your castaway companion. Hello everybody and welcome to the Testers Island Discs Community All Request Spectacular! That's quite a mouthful, but basically it's a very special, festive, end-of-year edition of the podcast. It's been a while since we did a special episode like this. Way back in 2017, in what was only episode 6, we had a Christmas special where we counted down our listeners' favourite Yuletide hits. So it seemed like it was about time that we did something a little bit different once again. So here we are, in an episode which I'm assuming will end up being a little shorter than normal, but will probably take five times longer than usual to edit, I sent out some questions to the testing community asking listeners to write in and tell us about their biggest accomplishments of 2021, their testing goals for 2022, and being as it's Testers Island Discs, nominating a song that's meant a lot to them this year. And so to start things off, we'll hear from our most recent guest, Kelly Kenyon, who was the first to send in her submission. Perhaps not a surprise, because she was the first person to hear the call for contributions when we were recording our episode. My name is Kelly Kenyon. My biggest testing win for 2021 is getting my first testing role at Smoothwall. 2022's resolutions will contain continuing to learn, develop and finally be able to get to a real live conference. My number one song for 2021 is Lizzo, Rumours. That was Lizzo with Rumours, with Kelly Kenyon becoming the first island guest to have a sixth song appear on the podcast playlist. All of today's songs will appear on the Testers Island Discs Spotify playlist. You can find a link to that in the episode description. Just a short submission from Kelly, but it covered a lot of ground. To say that her biggest achievement for the year was securing her first software testing job. If you go back to my interview with her in the previous episode, she hadn't really heard of software testing at the start of 2021, so she's absolutely smashed it this year. And I'll certainly echo her hopes about conferences in 2022. One of the challenges we're familiar with now in our second winter of COVID is that the rise in winter cases makes it hard to predict what spring and summer might look like. We've got to hope that things are going to proceed to get better year on year. So I'm already looking forward to the newly named Test Bash UK, which is currently scheduled to be held at the Lowry in Manchester in September 2022. And I'm well overdue some face to face time with all of you digital folks. Well, from Kelly's quick roundup, let's go for something completely different. One of the most interesting developments for me in the social space this year has been the arrival of Racket, an audio blogging platform where one or more people can capture a thought or a conversation of up to nine minutes in length. I experimented with it a lot during the summer months, and as well as having fun recording material myself, it was great to hear the voices of some other testers who I'd previously only seen on Twitter or through reading their blog posts. 
One of those testers is Christoph van Kriegingen, whose jovial tones and fun stories of both successes and failures were a real delight to discover. More recently, he's broken free of Racket's nine-minute restriction by becoming a host on this very feed for Ministry of Testing, where he's been interviewing folks from some of the MOT's sponsors. But for today's show, he was kind enough to jump on Racket and record his answers to the big three questions. This Racket is about a question that... Neil Stutt posted on the Ministry of Test forums. It's basically, what was your biggest testing win of 2021? Um, probably the my activity on the Ministry of Testing forums. I've challenged myself to get out there, go online, uh, answer people's questions, ask my own questions, get more knowledge. And um, I've tried to do it every day. I've failed doing it every day because it was it was hard going online every single day checking the forum see if people if i could help people uh if people could help me um and stuff like that but yeah that's probably my my one of my biggest wins of 2021 the activity on the ministry of testing forums because i liked it uh, i like sharing my knowledge i liked receiving knowledge i like to see and read other people uh, other people's comments and stuff like that. Uh, how they approach to some someone's problem. Uh, it's been very interesting. I've gained a lot of knowledge from it, and it's probably one of my biggest wins. My other biggest win is getting more in depth with security testing. Uh, done some challenges, uh, some bug bounty hunting. I can think better out of the box right now than a year before. I've learned new techniques and stuff like that. It's probably also a big win because I've found some severe bugs in, in some applications. It was pretty epic. The next question is, what are your testing resolutions for 2022? I don't know yet. I just see where the flow goes, basically. Uh, what I definitely want to do is upscale my knowledge about uh, security, of course. Um, it's always on my roadmap. Um, maybe write an abstract for um, for a conference or something. Test bash, of course. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's, that's one of my resolutions. And of course, keep on knowledge sharing. That's an unspoken rule, I guess. Third question is, what's, what's been your song of 2021 and why? Um, my song of 2021... Oh, I'm really addicted to some songs and I just play them all and listen on repeat. Um, so I'm just going to check. Uh, the song that has the most repeats this year is Crystal Lake, Hail to the Fire. I've gotten over 4,200 repeats. I really like that song. <laughs> no, it's, it's just, it, it gives you like, it's a metalcore song and... I don't know, while testing it gives you a boost and when you break stuff, it fits the purpose. It fits the purpose. Why? I don't know, it's just a good song. Uh, I, I like the breakdowns and stuff. Uh, it's also a very good band. So yeah, I hope it changes next year. If it's the same song, then, well, then I'm really addicted, I guess. <laughs> Till the fire. 
one of, if not the first, metalcore tracks to appear on our Spotify playlist. That was Hail to the Fire by Crystal Lake, as picked by Christoph van Kuykingen. Christoph, I'm not sure what tool you're using to calculate how many times you've played it. Is it the count in your iTunes library or something like that? But 4,200 plays is ludicrously impressive. That's more than 10 times a day every day of the year. And there are extra congratulations due for Christoph because not long after he made that recording, he was named as the Ninja of the Year 2021 on the Ministry of Testing forums for his many different community interactions on pretty much every planet under the sun. A big digital high five to you, sir. Next up, we've got a write-in submission from Jesper Ottersen. Jesper writes that his achievements this year included starting to write a book and a promotion to staff testing advisor. Well, congratulations on the promotion, Jesper. And as for the book, I can't wait to find out more. Jesper is an impressively prolific blogger, so I look forward to seeing what he's produced. For 2022, Jesper's resolutions are to continue to blog and spot trends in the broader space of testing. Spotting trends is a fun one. We're all very keen to jump on bandwagons and write about topics which are already hot. But being able to extrapolate into the future based on careful observation is a difficult business, especially in a COVID world where nobody really has any clue what tomorrow looks like. As for Jesper's song choice, he has opted for Denmark's contribution to this year's Eurovision Song Contest. He says, we take our pop serious here. And while it didn't make it into the grand final, here are Fear O Flama with, and I'll give this my best shot, Irv O Parhinanden. Denmark's entry to the 2021 Eurovision Song Contest, that was Fear O Flammer. And given that I've inevitably butchered the pronunciation, a reminder that you can find the song along with all of this month's other picks on the Testers Island Discs Spotify playlist. We've had a few Eurovision shoutouts on the podcast this year. Chris Armstrong went with Montaigne, this year's act from Australia, and Beth Marshall picked Dorothy Freya, the Icelandic entry from 2020's Cancelled Contest. And actually, we've had quite a lot of off-air Eurovision chat too. What you won't normally hear on the podcast is that when we're recording, we pause for a breather when we get to each song and we have an informal off-air chat about it. My episode with Chris Armstrong was already quite long, so it's perhaps unsurprising that we chopped out about seven minutes of additional Eurovision chat, during which I mentioned that I actually really liked James Newman's 2021 entry for the UK, a track called Embers, which unfortunately picked up nil points on the night Partly, I think, due to some uninspiring staging. And one of my favourite contemporary pop bands, an Australian band called Shepherd, narrowly missed out on qualification in 2019 with a song called On My Way, a performance which is pure joy and worth checking out on YouTube. But speaking of fellow Eurovision addict Beth Marshall, let's hear what she has to say about how 2021 has gone and what 2022 has in store. Hello, Neil. This is Beth Marshall here. I hope you've had a really lovely 2021. I know you have. You've had a very exciting year. 
Um, for me, my biggest testing win of 2021 was a tie between writing my very own test automation university course, which I still can't quite believe I was asked to do, but also um, at the start of the year under super, super tight deadlines, um, A.D. Stokes invited me and a few others to create a software testing bootcamp that was free to attend. And even now I'm seeing people who were on that bootcamp learning about software testing for the first time start their journeys as software testing um, apprentices or um, our very own Kelly Kenyon, uh, Testers Island Disc um, aficionado, who has uh, started work as a junior QA engineer, which is just the best feeling, isn't it, when you've been part of a team that's that's helped um, help people get into this amazing career. Um, my testing resolutions for 2022 are quite simple. This year, I've not been able to travel, COVID, etc. And um, I would really love to speak at my first face-to-face -face international software testing conference. I would love that to be outside the UK. I want to go on a road trip and have a little adventure. That would be the best. So I'm hoping I can put together an abstract that is persuasive enough next year to uh, to get me to one of the many, many awesome uh, software testing events and conferences. My song of 2021, um, I don't really listen to new music anymore. I know that's a bit rubbish. Um, there have been a few uh, a few good uh, tunes to mention, but the, the song that I will remember of this year that I've listened to whenever I'm trying to gear myself up for a presentation or pushing myself to do something I've not done before um, is a song called um, Do It Anyway by Ben Folds 5. And there's a brilliant line in the song that... Um, says something like, uh, do it anyway, it's done, you did it. And that's how I kind of always feel when I've pushed myself to do something. I think that for that feeling, it's done, you did it. Um, yeah, it's it's worth pushing yourself sometimes to be, to be out of that comfort zone. So yeah, Merry Christmas and uh, all that good stuff. And Hopefully, I'm sure we'll hear much more from you and Testers Island Discs in the new year. Thank you very much, Neil. Bye. There'll be times you might leave before you look. There'll be times you'll like the cover and that's precisely why you'll love the book. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Tell me what I said I'd never do. Tell me what I said. Okay. That's Ben Folds 5 with Do It Anyway, a great song with an equally great video, particularly if you're a fan of 80s children's TV classics. I'll say no more because I don't want to spoil the surprise for anyone who goes hunting on YouTube. 
Thanks for your comments, Beth. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. Unsurprisingly, I've been drawn into Beth's orbit a lot this year, not just because of her podcast appearance, but because of the many, many excellent pieces of work that she's produced, which relate to Postman, a tool which is very close to my heart and a company for which I have worked for much of this year. And I say worked in the past tense. Um, Stay tuned to the end for my update if that sounds like a surprise to you. But yes, Beth's course on Test Automation University called API Test Automation with Postman has been making waves. She's also produced some great content around a new low-code feature in Postman known as Flows, which allows you to stitch blocks together on a canvas to produce complex workflows without the need for in-depth JavaScript knowledge. A feature which I blabbed about on an episode of the Tech Team Weekly podcast when it was first dark launched, and Beth's one of the only people who has really taken that feature and started to show the world what it can do. Postman haven't really put out any official documentation for it yet, apart from demoing it in a couple of live streams, as they're going to do more of a fanfare once the final version is shipped. So for the time being, if that's something which sounds interesting to you, Beth's the person to go to. Our next caller, um, I don't know if they're still callers if they're sending audio files by email, but it's Venkat Ramakrishnan. Venkat is on Twitter at FlyVenkat, and since earlier this year, he's been... Well, I'll let him explain himself because I don't want to spoil it. Needless to say, he's quite experienced with a microphone. So let's hear what he has to say as he looks back at 2021 and forwards to 2022. My name is Venkat Ramakrishnan. My biggest testing win of 2021 is to have started my software testing and quality talks, STQT, YouTube channel. I'm quite excited about talking to the practitioners and industry experts on various aspects related to software testing. I intend to expand the scope of the topics covered and have more and more interesting conversations and uh, latest topics covered in the YouTube channel. I don't usually make resolutions, but I have plans for 2022. I have plans for a lot of requirements analysis, talking to the product owners and business analysts to prevent defects at the requirement stage itself. I have plans to learn coding design patterns thoroughly and also make myself well-versed with one of the production tools. One of the recent stuff that has come up is open source security vulnerabilities. So I'm going to spend a bit of time on that also. I have been training and practicing salsa music for some years now. I came to know about Celtic music through another source also. I am quite excited when there is a salsa Celtic fusion. Yomevai is one such song. Because this song is a salsa Celtica, it's my choice as my song of 2021. Thank you so much.
Venkat's song selection there, Yomi Voy by Salsa Celtica, a Scottish Cuban fusion which truly brings that island feel onto the episode. I'll give another plug for Venkat's YouTube channel. The channel name is Software Testing and Quality Talks. I'll add a link in the episode description. I'm somebody who has been actively trying to grow subscribers on YouTube this year with the new Tech Team Weekly podcast, and I know what a challenge it is and that every new subscriber makes a difference and gives you that extra bit of energy to produce more content. So I hope you'll join me in finding and hitting that subscribe button. It's interesting that Venkat specifically called out open source security vulnerabilities because he sent in his submission at the end of November, a couple of weeks before the critical vulnerability was revealed in Log4j, which has brought parts of the internet to its knees and led to an end of year flurry of panic, patching and struggling to understand what parts of our systems might be exposed due to an innocuous logging library. From Venkat, we're going to bring things back round to the north of England again. Perhaps not a surprise, given it's where I'm based myself these days, where we're going to hear from Scott Kenyon, no relation to Kelly, although Scott does also have an involvement with the Coders Guild, which appears to be a rich hotbed for testing Kenyans. Let's hear what Scott has to say. Hello, Neil. Um, I'm just doing my test as I'm in disk submission. Get my words out. First question is, what was your biggest testing win for 2021? I think my biggest win is I uh, back in May I joined the company as a test manager or the test lead and um, it's been a massive shock moving from just testing to actual managing testing and when I first joined the company there was no testers so it's been a really good challenge getting from zero to something after six months we, we got some testers in and now we're starting to see the grassroots of quality start getting embedded and testing being thought about quite a lot. People who, who dismissed testing at the start of the year now actually say how we're going to test this story and that just brings a massive smile to my face. That is my massive biggest testing win of this year. Next question, what is your testing resolutions for 2022? I think my resolutions I think are going to be around let's try and get more upskilled on, our, on the products I currently work with. When I've moved to a new company the products that we use are not something I've really touched before. So I'm going to try and get myself accredited. I don't really believe in accreditations. Like I, I'm not ISTQB'd. I don't really believe in like just, just passing a multi-choice question. I'd rather go on courses. But I'm going to try and change change my mind and next year try and become Salesforce accredited um, so then I can support the team a lot more from a manager point of view. My testing resolutions for 2022 from a like, personal perspective uh, rather than just a job one, is to actually speak at um, a Ministry of Testing conference. I submitted about three talks for Brighton, um, obviously before that changed, and I, I've spoken at a couple of meetups, and I just really want to get in front of people and kind of like share my passion and my view. It's something that I really want to try and do. I'd prefer to do it at a Ministry of Testing one because I enjoy the sort of community and inclusivity of it, rather than obviously um, other some more corporate ones. So fingers crossed. So my song of 2021 um, kind of came quite late in the year. It's A, B, C, D, E, F, U by Gail. Um, I think at the time this song came out, I was literally on the cusp of just starting to build a team, just getting approval for people. And it dropped back a bit because it was like, well, what's the value in that? And I was trying to have to justify the value of testers and having to justify the, the role of the tester in the software sort of development life cycle and it was really difficult and I could put this song on 
crank it up in my own little office and just sit back and smile. And it, it, it helped me um, keep all my emails and my communication on the right side um, of professional. And, and this song kind of let it get out. So that was really good. song which I understand has had a large following on TikTok this year, if I ever really knew what TikTok was. That's ABCDEFU by Gail, one of those truly great songs to vent to. Actually, there's a great collaborative playlist on Spotify called Testers Rage, which is full of songs like that built up by a number of community contributors. I'll put a link to that one in the playlist. It sounds like it could be just what Scott needs some days. Congrats to Scott on the new role and the focus on leading and managing testers with all of the associated new learning pathways that come with it. That's a journey that I'm setting out on myself right now. But before I talk a bit more about that, we've got one more phone-in guest to hear from. And it's another former Testers Island Discs guest, or perhaps I should refer to them as escapees. Anyway, calling in from the mainland is Simon Pryor, quite the podcast professional himself now with the fantastic Testing Peers podcast. And also his appearances on other shows, including a recent episode of the More Than Work podcast. But let's hear from Simon himself what he thinks are his highlights of 2021 and what's to come. Hi, Neil. Thank you, firstly, for another incredible year of Testers Island episodes. It's been really good to hear new voices and hear all the eclectic song choices and uh, along the way as well. Um, I think my biggest achievements this year, um, firstly, I'm getting to build a bit of a dream team at EasyJet from the testing perspective. And I guess um, I should probably mention the fact that I, I somehow managed to win the, the Test Manager of the Year at the uh, European Testing Awards as well. So those would be my highlights this year, um, along with the continued success of the Testing Peers podcast. Uh, and for next year, um, continue to grow out the team, um, continue to revolutionise the way we, we, we test and the way testing is perceived um, as we, we grow and um, continue to see the podcast grow as well. So those would be my my goals. Um, Song-wise, uh, this year, there's been a few songs that I've really, um, I've really enjoyed. I think the one I'll go with is uh, from my favourite band, Bowling for Soup. It's called Getting Old Sucks, But Everyone's Doing It. That's a third podcast appearance for Bowling for Soup, who were also picked by Alan Page way back in episode 5, as well as by Simon back in his main appearance on episode 29. 
getting old sucks, but everybody's doing it. And in a year where I turned 40, that's been at the forefront of my thoughts this year. Thanks, Simon, and congratulations on the award. It felt very surreal, yet oddly normal to see you all tuxed up and collecting your trophy. Let's hope we can all find more reasons to celebrate together in 2022. And I'm sure the awards will keep coming as you continue shaping your team's growth journey at EasyJet. I'm on the verge of taking a team on this path myself. And while it takes many people to create an internal community, the pillar always has to be strong leadership. I'm sure I'll be reaching out for some advice in the new year. Because that means it's time for my update, because I thought it would be a glaring omission if I didn't. My biggest win of 2021, I suppose, is that I got hired twice. (laughs) If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'll know that I joined Postman as an estet in the spring and started in the summer. While at the same time, I turned down a second opportunity which was put in front of me by a former colleague. But fast forward to the end of the year when I received, I guess you could call it an extremely late counteroffer. Whatever you call it, it's a real step up on the career ladder for me. I'm joining Brighton-based e-learning specialists Elucidat, where I'll be their new head of quality, trying to do all of the sort of things that you might expect of a leader in a growing organisation, namely battling to ship more quickly, but more safely. Community will certainly be at the heart of what I'm trying to build, so I'll definitely be leveraging some former and future Testers Island guests for tips and advice on some fresh or sticky problems. So I guess in many ways that's looking backwards and also forwards to 2022 because my goal for the year ahead will be to achieve success and to an extent recognition in my new role. Everybody that I've spoken to at Elucidat so far has been incredibly supportive and it's clear from company presentations that quality is paramount in everything that they try to deliver. But I'm expecting 2022 to be a year of team building and community building more than hands-on testing although I'm sure it's going to be difficult to resist getting my hands dirty when encountering a brand new product. Which brings me around to my song choice, which technically, I believe, is the 11th song that I've had played on the playlist. I had my five selections back in episode zero, and I had a total of five more in the two handover episodes that I did with Mark Winteringham, where we were switching podcast hosts. This time around, I've quite simply gone for the song that I've listened to most in 2021. I mentioned in my episode with Thomas Rinker that I've been listening to a lot of German pop radio in the past couple of years, mostly because it's easier to let the news bulletins wash over me when I don't really know what they mean. And after that episode, I tweeted an entire thread of my favourite contemporary German pop songs, and my pick today was one of them. It's by Mark Forster and Leia, a track called Dry Uhr Nachts, which means 3am, and it's about as stripped down and straightforward as pop tracks get, but it's incredibly, incredibly catchy. There's also a brilliant two piano version of the song, which is available on all the usual streaming services. But here it is, my song of 2021, Mark Foster and Leia, Dry Uhr Nachts. All meine Kraft verpulvert ab, dann wirst du manchmal in mir ein bisschen blass. Ich weiß, ich vermiss dich, doch nein, ich schick's nicht. Frag mich, wo bist du, wo bist du? Es ist drei Uhr nachts, ich ruf jeden an. Wrapping things up with the eighth and final song on this final episode of 2021, that's Mark Foster and Leia with Dry Ur Nachts, my favourite song of the year. 
Speaking of songs, how about some quick stats? We've had as diverse a collection of artists as ever this year, with tracks from Aha to Alice Cooper, from The Beatles to Billie Eilish. The only song picked twice within the year was Elton John's Your Song, picked in consecutive episodes by Deborah Reed and Viv Richards. As well as Elton, Ben Folds 5 were picked twice in 21, both times by Beth Marshall, one of them today. Taylor Swift has been selected twice by Beth Marshall and Gabby Trotter. But of course, the runaway podcast victors of the year were status quo, as Lee Hawkins became the first guest to pick all five songs by a single artist when he appeared back in April. So after that stat attack, it's time for me to disappear and put my feet up, or at least as much as I can with a two-year-old rampaging around the house. We'll be back as usual the last Monday of every month all the way through 2022, whatever the year has in store for us. I've already got guests lined up for January and February, which is about as far in advance as I usually tend to plan, but we're always on the lookout for more submissions. I'm basically on top of almost everybody who submitted in 2020 and 2021. I've just got one person left to reach out to. And in the meantime, I'm trying to make some headway into the backlog of people who've submitted over the years before that. One of the biggest ongoing challenges is that there's a definite gender imbalance in the backlog. I've got 26 guests in the queue at the moment, but only three of those are women. It means I'm having to work quite hard to find a diverse selection of voices for you, which I'm more than happy to do. But if you've been putting off applying to be a guest, now's a really great time. And there's a link to the submission form in the episode description. Whatever you choose to do to see out 2021, I hope you find happiness, health and peace. And I'll see you all back here on the island at the end of January 2022. Take care of yourselves. Tester's Island Discs is brought to you by Ministry of Testing. Written and produced by Neil Studd. Theme music by Green Day. Follow us on Twitter at Tester's Island.